Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Thesis. Today, um, this episode isn't really about spilling tea. I mean, I guess you could say it's about spilling tea because it's like, it's, it's more of um, an information video, okay? It's actually a book report that I have to do for English, and if, you know, you feel like listening to me talk about some disasters that happen go right ahead the book i'm getting the information from is disasters by brenda z i don't even know how to say her last name but i I bet you could find it Alright, so the first thing we're going to be talking about is the Johnstown Flood. I have mixed emotions. So I was was reading about it in class, and I guess you could say it's man-made. I would definitely say it's man-made, but it it depends on who you're talking to and what their point of view is. Um, It all started when the town of Johnstown was like, oh... Hey, like, there's a whole bunch of land, but it's all underwater. So let's build a dam. Um, But, you know, let's be really smart and build it out of dirt. So they built a dam out of dirt. And, you know, I just, I feel like that's where they went wrong. But there are so many other points in this story. And that, I mean, just lead up to it. So, okay. (laughs) So they build the town in the valley and, you know, the town is right next, just right up next to that dam. And if that dam like cracks just a tiny bit, like it's like it's literally dirt, like the whole thing's going to come down. Like I, I don't see where their logic is, but apparently um, on the other side of the dam, You know, there was a bunch of water being held back. So, basically, a lake was just sitting there, chilling. Okay, and apparently it was a beautiful spot. And this one rich dude, okay, okay, was like, Oh, wait, this is, this is really, this is really cute. Like, I kind of like it, okay? Um, you know, 14 miles upriver and 400 feet above Johnstown was basically just a group just you know wealthy guys from Pittsburgh and you know I don't it's just I don't know it the lake wasn't very big it was only 10 feet deep um but I don't it, it was built for a canal system so it's old okay but then they sold the property to the Pennsylvania Railroad, I cannot say that word, in 1857, and they just ignored it. Like, they did not, they didn't do anything. Okay, so, like, there was no maintenance, there was, there was just nothing, okay? Like, I don't, okay. The the rich people from Pittsburgh, right? So I was like, oh my god, like, this is a perfect place. There's trees. There's deer, there's bears. I mean, bears aren't really nice, but, like, they're cute from a distance. Like, 
perfect cold water for some fish. So basically, um, they built up the lake, you know, instead of replacing pipes, they built it up until it was 65 feet deep and three miles across. It's, it was secretive and exclusive and, you know, they paid a whole bunch of attention to their clubhouse. It was huge. They had cabins, stables, docks. They brought in sailboats, canoes. They had so much fishing gear and they stocked the lake with expensive fish. You know, I mean, they, they were definitely paying attention to all of the amenities, but they were not paying attention to the 900 foot dam that blocked up the lake. So because they stocked the lake with a whole bunch of fish, right? Um, they were like, okay, we got, we got to do something. Okay. About these fish. Cause I'm not trying to, you know, there were overflow holes, valves, whatever you want to call them. So that if there was like too much water, it would, it would go over the other side and it wouldn't, you know, ruin the dam. So they're like, but these fish can just swim out, you know? So they put these super tiny mesh, like, I don't know, what would you call it? Like a fence, like a gate that only let water come out and did not let any fish come out. This is pertinent to the story because what happened was rain, just a whole bunch of rain. There was like so much rain and it went on for days. Like I, it just, it kept going on. Uh, I don't know how many, how many days it went, maybe like three days. I don't know. But, basically, a whole bunch of rain came by, and it started overflowing. They were like, oh my god, rain is, like, making the lake, like, super high, like, we need to add more dirt. So they were piling on dirt and, like, rushing and rushing and rushing, but it was just washing away because, you know, it wasn't packed down right. It wasn't, you know, nothing was correct about it. And so the overflow holes which were, you know, at this point, um, blocked off by these small, you know, tiny hold, like mesh, whatever you want to call it. We're not, they were now getting clogged with dirt, debris from whatever else, from runoff, from trees, entire trees were just falling off the side of the dam. And you know, because there was no runoff and extra water valve, you know, holes available because it was all clogged. The only way the water could, you know, flow over was over the top of the entire dam. So this made the other side of the dirt wet, which basically made the entire dam mud and the dam broke, basically breached, which is kind of the same, you know, same word. Um, expanding my vocabulary. Very, you know, y- you gotta do it somehow. And I'm just... Basically, I'm just mad, you know? And I'm not even... This was, like, a while ago, like, in the 1800s. But I'm still kind of pressed because if I was chilling in my home that I probably built myself, I think they built their own homes, um, and then I saw this water come by and it just washes away my entire house that I built myself 
I would be kind of mad. I would be very mad. And if I found out it was because these rich guys from Pittsburgh wanted their own, you know, fishing in hunting hut like I would I would be pressed okay I I would be mad and the entire town of James Flood James Flood oh my god Jamestown and other towns were washed away like it's not it that's not okay in the end the blame was kind of distributed like amongst everyone equally except the state of Pennsylvania because they built it right. Everything was correct. But the weight of the situation was kind of cut in half and one half was given to the railroad system and the other half was given to the, you know, fishing and hunting, whatever it's called, conceited, you know, rich people from, you know, Pittsburgh. And it's, I think... I think it was dealt with well, although more of the blame should have been put on the men from Pittsburgh because they basically told no one. They told no one in Johnstown that there was a amazing resort, amazing club, amazing, you know, everything just over this 900 foot dam. No one knew about it. There were sailboats, there were fish, exotic fish. That you know, they spent so much money doing all of these things with all these amenities, and they told no one. No one had an idea, no one had any idea that there was a resort just a few miles away from their house. So when everything happened, when everything just crumbled and fell apart. And every, you know, all the water went everywhere. Everyone's houses washed away. All of these towns were, like, destroyed. Everyone was mad because, of course, they're going to be mad. You know what I mean? They, people died. Many people died. You know, there was diseases spread by this from sewage getting in the water and then getting in everyone, you know, mouth and, like, oh, you know, disgusting. It's nasty. People died from the diseases alongside the flood alongside everything else they were mad at the people who built the resort but then come to find out that also the railroad was not paying any attention to any of this and not paying attention repairing you know the dam so i feel like i feel like more of the weight should have been put on the resort because if they're rich enough to do all of these things, have all of these amazing things and stock the lake with fish, they should be able to afford, um, they should be able to afford maintenance. So that's that on that. You know, that's all 2020. I mean, that's Johnstown's flood. I, I feel like if you took what happened there and applied it to if it happened today we can reach more people today like if that happened now you could like i don't like I don't, post on social media or something and then have everyone's opinions but they didn't really have that back then so i mean 
tough case, but Johnson's flat. Pretty interesting stuff.